I hope your day is full of daffodils and lilacs and snapdragons and daisies and roses and lilies. Honey. That's right. It's a floral intro. Okay. I was stuck. Drew helped me out. He told me to do flowers. It felt natural. It felt like the move. Hope your day's full of baby's breath. Baby's breath? What? Why? What came first, the breath of a baby or the flower? These are things that keep me up at night. Guys, we have an amazing episode of Shank for you this week with the one, the only, Stephanie Simbari. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Steph, there's just a few things I want to tell you about. First, I dropped merch. Get this hoodie. It's cute. It has the album art on it. We also have t-shirts. We'll link to that in the description of this episode so you guys can easily shop and buy it. Um, subscribe to my Patreon if you don't. It's patreon.com slash Sarah Wangchank. And uh, yeah, make sure you can find me here every Wednesday and on this bitch every Monday. And all my show dates are on my Instagram at Prince of Shank. There's a link tree with tickets, whatever you need is probably on my Instagram. Um, all right, guys, before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Stephanie Simbari, there's just one thing I want to tell you about, and that's Oh Yeah Socks. Oh, yeah. Look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not, ask yourself why. Socks are essential. They protect your little toesies from the outside elements. Protect your toesies. Buy some cute, cute socks from Oh Yeah Socks. They make amazing gifts. They make... Um, I love giving them to everyone in my life. My mom has a pair. My ex has a pair. My friends have pairs. They're so cute. They're so fun. They collaborate with different artists to bring really cool, unique designs. Right now, I'm wearing um, Tootsie Rolls. So get on there. Shop ohyeah.com. That's three O's, H-Y-E-A-H.com. Discount code Sarah10. Whether you're into aliens or cats, there's a pair of socks for you. All right, guys, let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only, Stephanie Simbari. Here it is. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest is one of my favorite people in the whole world, Stephanie Simbari. Hi. <laughs> I delivered it like Oprah. It was amazing. I feel really special. You do? Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, you haven't been to the studio yet. No, I love this. This feels so official. You got your graphic up. It's matching your sweatshirt. My sweatshirt. Guys, I dropped Shank merch. Get a hoodie. It's really sick. Can I have one? Yes. Like for free? Yes. Or do I need to like give you half price or what is like we'll, the homie deal? We'll talk about it when we're not on the air. Okay, fine. Because not everyone's going to get the Simbari discount. By the way, no. <laughs> if you don't give me a good discount, I'm telling all your fans. <laughs> you should. <laughs> just be like, she made me pay full price. And it was just, worth it. <laughs> just, just a video shirtless. I'm still waiting on the hoodie. <laughs> Tits out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Steph? Oh, you know, just out here living my best life. Just drove in from Malibu. You really are living your best life. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of work, but then it works. But then it works. Mm -hmm. I wish I lived in Malibu. I mean, you you basically do. I live close. I feel like that's your next journey. <sighs> a like, Malibu I got lady, you to a Malibu mom. Yeah, you have to be a Malibu mom. That's the direction lots of people I know are headed. Yeah. So, but like... I'm scared a little of the Malibu moms. Why? They're all really nice. I work out with them. Really? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I see them at the playground and I'm like, whoa. No, it's not really intimidating. It's not? No. Okay. I mean, a lot of them are really rich. Right. But, I mean, that doesn't make you a bad person. No, but it's also like, I shop sometimes at Whole Foods. I could talk to you guys. Yeah, like I buy <laughs> raw honey at Air One. <gasps> I go to farmer's markets. Yeah. I get Botox. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> That's like the extent of the relatability of you. I'm like, of I also like $8 lattes. <laughs> I bought a $20 burrito at the Air One salad bar the other day. What's good? Hey, guys. I literally added like I'm broccoli. I'm also gluten free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dairy who? Yeah. Would never. Never. Would never. No. Ew. Um, that's so fucking funny. I'm done with the weather, okay? It's so 
fucking cold. It's like gray every day. It's giving Seattle. It's like, I I don't like it. Mm -mm. No one here is writing music. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like in Seattle, it's like the grunge scene makes like Kurt Cobain. In Seattle, it just makes angry. In LA, it just makes angry influencers. I'm dead. I mean. Like walking around, I can't find the light. It's like. There is none. It left. <laughs> this cloud cover doesn't make the pink pop and the apron yeah. on Malibu. Yeah. Mean, on Melrose. Yes, the Paul Smith wall. Yeah. I mean, I think people are writing music in LA, though, I would hope. I hope. Yeah. But I don't know. It feels like a little creatively dry lately. I don't know. It's I will like, say I'm taking a-, a lot of naps. You are. Yeah. Like the fog is just like this, like, it's oh. a blanket. To this morning, I woke up and said to my boyfriend, it feels like Christmas. He's like, what? I'm like, it's so cold out. <laughs> Christmas is just a state of mind. Yeah, that's right. It could be Christmas anytime. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like people with like Christmas in July parties. Okay, so I wrote a script when I was in my 20s, and I wrote that the characters celebrated Christmas in July, and I swore that I made it up. Uh-huh. And then like all of a sudden, like people started sending, like people that I'd had read the script started sending me like people- what you're what you're saying and I was like wait is this a thing because I thought that I made it up as like a really dumb joke it was specifically Christmas in July I feel like I've heard Christmas in July no me too since then but before then I didn't it's a weird concept to celebrate Christmas in July Christmas in July Christmas is it because it's like winter in the southern hemisphere like I don't I don't even know what the Southern Hemisphere is if I'm being straightforward with you. Are you being serious? I'm not going to lie to the shanksters. I'm geographically challenged. What's the Southern Hemisphere it's here? It's the part of the Earth that's below the equator. Oh, okay, And when okay, we okay, have okay. summer, they have winter. When we have winter, they have summer. Okay. Why? Do they- According to the Courier <sighs> Journal, Washington, D.C. church started a summer donation drive in 1942 to gather holiday gifts to send to missions around the world for Christmas. They called it Christmas in July. Well, okay. It's so weird. I think I made it up for my script and then everyone just started copying me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I don't know what that is. Also, I don't trust Google. I'm full stop. Are you anti-Google? Anti-Google. Where are you, where are you searching? I use the Brave browser the brave Bra- do you know about the brave browser brave is a browser yeah it's like it's like a duck duck go or but like, like one duck of those- duck go got captured by the censorship monsters of big oh, tech yeah. and so i forget who bought them but it was someone who did the same thing that they do to google and uh-huh. like so brave is like an uncaptured free wet free okay. internet so get off duck duck go get on brave yeah brave is better you I learned it, that you guys from, heard it here. I learned Technology that from the Robert tip. F. Kennedy newsletter from Children's Health Defense. Oh yeah, that's why I've been following him for some time now. Yes, he's running. I, know, oh, I know. He's running for president. So is. Don't tell Tyler, but I would have sex with that man. With <laughs> I'm gonna tell Tyler. No, every time I sit, last night we were watching Fast X, and he's, I was like, oh, Statham is so hot, and he's like, okay, Statham, me and you have beef. <laughs> Are you watching The Idol? No. Oh, it just keeps getting worse. Really? Every, every week it's like, oh, but I can't stop watching. It's just like. Why is it bad? Because The weekend is, he is a bad an actor? actor in it. Is he bad? He is horrific. And I also read an article that said he was like a total like nightmare diva on set. He, there is not one redeeming quality about The weekend. No way. Besides, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. I have a question for <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> why do you? Yeah, that's the full title. Okay, great. <laughs> I, why do I get they, it. Why do they do that? Like, okay, you know, Daisy Jones and the Six, such an amazing series. They hired zero rock stars. They hired actual actors and taught them to do music. Like, I feel like that's so much easier. Like, hire an actor who has the capacity to be an actor. Right, because it's like I'm I'm not buying and it. And we don't need the weekend to be an actor. We don't need rock stars to be actors. We need actors to be actors. Like it's, it's whatever like when it's like star players power. become comedians. Ooh. And you're like, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just because like, you have nothing to do now that you're old doesn't mean you can just do stand up. Damn. Oh my I mean I have my lady nails on and I'm I've using seen, them, bitch. I've seen some ex or current pro athletes doing stand up and it is so it is sad like everyone's just la- like when blake griffin does stand up it's like everyone's just laughing at you because they want to suck your dick not because you're funny <laughs> don't you know that <laughs> by the way like i did that no. <laughs> no. but he's 
sucks though. Oh my god, hilarious! <laughs> but I'm I told him that. Suck a pro athlete. <laughs> One time, yeah. But I told him that after he was like doing the roast of some whatever, yeah. and I was like, none of that shit was funny, and that made him like me, and then the rest is history. But sometimes you gotta nag. A, you gotta a nag a pro athlete until <laughs> yeah. they shove their dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> don't use that as a clip um <laughs> we're using that as a clip no i'm dead <laughs> time work that no uh, oh my god that's so fucking funny dude yeah i know i don't recommend it i have to say i feel like there's this fantasy about like hooking up with an athlete. athletes or like actors or rock stars or whatever and like the truth is it's not a good scene it's one is worse than the last yeah like <laughs> yeah just to go down the line and i'll tell you why each one of them is progressively a worse idea okay no i'm just saying oh. like if, if i thought we were gonna get i mean we it. can but like touring people throwing themselves at them constantly like just the access it's like you think someone who has access to Raya is bad. Imagine someone oh who has access God. to the entire world. The access to Raya. The people on Raya. It's because we treat dating like we're fucking ordering a sandwich off Postmate. We're like, actually, I don't like that that sandwich. I want this one. It's like we're not. I'm feta? Yeah. Yeah. We're not humans. <laughs> we're just like commodities to be consumed. They don't even seem like people. No, they don't. They just seem like pictures of people that may or may not exist. Also, like, I just have a fundamental, I mean, I did have a boyfriend from the internet, but it didn't work out because I feel like my original, my original intuition about it is correct, which is that it's like, you wouldn't meet them in real life. And so you're kind of presenting as like your representative best self of like, I'm here because I want to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and I want to date. It's not yeah. like you're not organically meeting someone in the wild to where they see your essence who you really are you're like you're you bringing gotta see them in their natural habitat to know what's happening 100 percent. otherwise you're just being like this is me i'm cool like me and you're both doing that for like a while for a little too long a little too long yeah until you move in with them and they're like Rawr! and then you're like i gotta go you're put like, the mask back on yeah <laughs> it's oh. fucking spooky i didn't know you were like that yeah i know like, you were what? so dark so dark Yikes. Sometimes sometimes you end up with a dark monster. Do you ever fantasize <laughs> about writing your ex a really, really strongly worded letter full of vitriol? Um, <laughs> I, I do fantasize about sending, I mean, the letters I haven't sent. Right. That's a book. Yeah. Unsent love letters. They're not love letters. They're oh, some, are letters. Anger. Oh. some are angry. Some are love. Yeah, I guess I have the love ones too. But those ones don't stick with me. No, the, the ones that stick one? with me are the rage. It's like you want them to know. Yeah, I just want to be help like help you out for the next. Yeah, time you're yeah. in a relationship. Hopefully that's never because you're gonna torture someone else. Don't be weird about the dishwasher. It's just the dishwasher. Oh shit! Is that a soft spot for you? <laughs> Not the dishwasher oh. trigger. <laughs> <laughs> the next time your new boyfriend goes to put something in the dishwasher, you're like, ah! oh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm what sobbing. happened to you in the dishwasher? I can't look at a dishwasher. It's my childhood. Oh my god! What's have you met someone off the internet? Uh, are you talking about like the apps, right? Yeah. Uh, no, we're talking about like Postmates, or <laughs> LinkedIn, or something yeah. like that. No, yeah, I don't. I most people, I, I've been trying, been trying to go analog lately. Just meet them out at the coffee shop. That's or what's bar up. Or whatever. Yeah, I. It's most people I met were people that gave me their number when I was bartending, things right. like that. Uh, but that you, you don't always attract the the finest of character you when know. you're bartending yeah when they're hammered and there's like, been yeah. so many times where like i'm out at like a club in, L in la or in a bar or something and i look around and i have this like existential moment where i'm like there's no way my husband is in here like everyone yeah, in here yeah. is trash yeah, 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 yeah. I, I shouldn't be here yeah, when i was on the apps i i honestly met up with like friends i haven't seen in a while i'm like oh how have you been we would match and yeah then we would just hang out and then yeah that was it yeah that's but hilarious no no real luck with love but friends Friendship, yeah, a little bit. Literally. I had a weird one with someone who I thought was my friend who I went oh, to go hang no. out with. And then, like, he, like, I, we had fun. We had a good time. We smoked weed, whatever. And then, like, we saw each other again. And I said some, like, offhanded comment about how so great that we could reconnect in friendship through the app or something. And he was clearly, like, that's not what I was mm -hmm. doing. And I was, like, ugh. So I never did that again because it was awkward as fuck. The apps leave you feeling awkward yeah dude 
Why though? Because I don't know. It's weird. I've thought about this a lot because, okay, like you can get a job off the internet. You can get a house off the internet. Like there's plenty of things. You can get a house off the internet, but you still got to walk through it in real life. That's so true. And so the walkthrough is the date. That's so true. Deep in an analogy. No, I love that. Thank you. Let's see if I can open my Diet Coke with my fake nails. But I, (laughs) nice work. She does it all. (laughs) Wow. She's a soft girl that can open her own Diet Cokes. I'm trying to get as much. See, this is a write-off now. The more it's on camera, the more I can write it off. I don't want you sponsored by Coke. Well, no, the nails. Oh, I see. I say, I'm saying I can okay. write off the nails. Oh, good. Yeah. This is a habit I plan to kick eventually. I hope so. I could. I can feel the judgment. Not Just, the judgment. It's concern. I can feel the concern because mommy's about to consume some toxic chemicals. Yeah, that is formaldehyde. It's just embalming your insides with every <laughs> sip you but, take. But every sip is better than the last. I what know. Is that sometimes a diet coke is just like the thing that hits the spot. Like, and if I drink a diet coke, I'm like, it's like I've smoked crack. I'm all the way up. Nothing gets me more up. juice than a Diet Coke. <laughs> a Diet Coke. You yeah. know what I think? What? I'm blaming my Diet Coke addiction on my mother. Seems I'm not saying she did. She may have had Diet Coke with when me. she was pregnant. I'm going to ask her. What do you? Th- yeah. I mean, I don't think that back then they knew how bad soda diet was Coke. or diet soda. They, I don't think they knew at all in the 50s people were like smoking cigarettes and like having a glass of whiskey yeah i know they're like yeah it's gonna calm my nerves you're like what's happening that's why <laughs> that's why we're all like our nervous systems are all disrupted we've all had like battled with adderall addiction and depression and it's we're like true we're all so unwell because our parents were just like drinking <laughs> fucking diet coke and, and slim fast yeah did your mom have slim fast i mean i was addicted to slim fast when i was in ninth grade i yeah. i was like deeply deranged like eating disordered when i was younger same like i would have but but also it made no sense like what i would have for breakfast would be a slim fast a can of peach snapple and, no, and no. half a buttered roll like none no. of that makes but in my mind i was like not eating but all of that like combined probably had like a slim fast yeah. a snapple and a roll yeah that's the weirdest combo of things <laughs> but that was me being like i'm skinny <laughs> the slim fast arrow was weird it was dark do you yeah. remember the thigh master we didn't have that did you my mom had a the thigh. one that you like those can we look one up? Push yeah. in between your thighs. Yeah. Do you know that the person who invented the mood ring also invented the thigh master? Yo, should we become inventors? Because <laughs> I feel like we could come up with some shit. Let's just get high and think about unique things. Okay, Let's get I, all Shark Tank. I have an adventure. There it is. Suzanne Summers. No, that's not. Yeah, it's a thigh master. Suzanne Summers. That's not Suzanne. Her, oh my God. Herself. Suzanne Summers invented the mood ring? No. Oh. Suzanne Summers was the face of the thigh master. Not but the, the guy who invented the thigh master is also the same guy that invented the mood ring. My grandfather was obsessed with Suzanne Summers. And like before he died, my dad took him to Palm Springs and they ran into Suzanne Summers. Shh. And it was like the greatest day of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he was like 95 years old sending me pictures of uh, him and Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. And Does she like, live in Palm Springs? Good for you, Grandpa. Because there's like this vegan restaurant in Palm Springs and they have her autograph too. She must. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. If if Suzanne like, Summers has the desert home. Yeah. We're getting to the bottom of some shit on this episode. I mean, that fully tracks for me. Step by step, day by day. Oh my, remember Three's Company? <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. I love that coordinated sip. I know. I feel like that should be the clip. <laughs> That's the clip. Sometimes, remember to stay hydrated. Um, Let's talk about your love life. Oh, no, not my love life. Why not? What do you want to know? I just feel like one of the last times I was on Shank, we yeah. were having like a deep dive about like our hopes and dreams. And then the one okay. before that, I was like trying to set you up with people. And like, right. we haven't really caught up with any of that. Right. You know? She's single. Okay, but I don't think that what you're looking for is like aggressive DMs from your listeners. No, let's say that. (laughs) (laughs) I am no longer looking for aggressive DMs from my listeners. I feel like that was a fun social experiment. That was, but you know, at some some point you decide, maybe I'm not going to fuck my audience. I think... (laughs) <laughs> I think it's just like a matter of boundaries. It's a ma- yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. If you if you're watching me because I'm a clown, yeah, we're probably not gonna fuck, right? Right. Although, like, I don't know. Is there anyone that would love you more than a fan? 
uh, do you want to be, don't you want your I lover want, to be a fan? fan? Yes. A fan, but more than that, like a homie, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a friend. Yeah. Before, a, before a fan. Right. Cause I want it to be, feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, I don't want to be like, oh, the swim fan or whatever. <laughs> I don't even really know what that is. I just know it's a dark movie about a fan. Yeah, I don't remember that either, but it seems bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the title has a bad connotation. Okay, um, but like, where are you in the world with it? I've let it go. Okay, good. A I lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Because it was such a focus for me. I was yeah. like, I need to get into a relationship. But like, when I get into a relationship, things are going to happen. And things are going to click. And everything's going to be easier. And then I took a step back and I was like, okay, the last relationship I was in, I thought I really wanted. And then I started, I went from feeling like happy in it to feeling trapped in it. And then started to notice like my own patterns within relationships and shifted the focus from relationship to work mm-hmm. and in doing that like I'm just having more fun yeah and the focus is less like on like this thing that's not here right which feels good yeah and like I kind of was so I was putting so much pressure on myself because I know I want to have a baby and I kind of just let that go too yeah I think and that's that smart. feels normal yeah because it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen yeah and also like who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I can meet my husband at a grocery store tomorrow. Yep. In the produce section. We both go for the same apple. Casual envisioning <laughs> of a husband meet cute over produce. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous you just vision. Don't know, you no. know, I reach for a Fiji apple. He reaches and for then the you're like same this. apple. <gasps> we never and then let you're like go. This. And then we start making out the produce section. Yeah. That's such a jump. I love that. Who are those two horny people making out in the produce section? Soulmates, bitch. This is how it happens. (gasps) One day you're shopping, the next you find your soulmate. But that is what happens. Yeah. That's what happened to me. I know. One day you're just out and about, and the next day you're You're with with your person. Yeah. It's like you just don't know, and it is from letting go. And focusing on yourself because I feel like you have to be really connected to yourself and really clear in order to like recognize the truth of someone else. If you're constantly just like looking for it in someone else, then you're not being in integrity with your own self. Right. And like the more that I focus on myself Mm -hmm. and my career, the more, the less I feel like I need that. Yeah. Which feels good. I think the one thing that I'll say about that, especially being like, I feel like a female comedian, which is such a masculine pursuit, is that like we just have to be careful to not like tip the scales so far in the other direction that we're like, I'm just focusing on my career and I don't care. It's like, no, it's like a balance. You still have to stay open to the idea because I feel like a lot of women just don't stay open to it because it's almost like too painful to stay open while not having something. But Mm -hmm. like that's the beautiful challenge of your Mm -hmm. heart to be like really open and soft while also being like, but I'm really having the best time in my own life and that's yeah you know but when you're like I'm having the best time in my own life I don't need that it's like then you're gonna miss the thing not you right but in general like no, I I'm feel like that's my a, eye open but I feel like I'm that's like a, okay <laughs> if the hot dude strolls by I'm available yeah hi do you like Fiji apples <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but I was always like dancing with that of like this question of like how to stay how open? to stay open without being in desire like just neutral openness is such an interesting place to be because I feel like if you're too hard in the wanting you kind of like tip over the scales and you fuck yourself up but if you're too hard in the not wanting the same thing happens grosser than someone who like wants something so badly that they like drive the other person away well I also think that's the problem with online dating is that you want it so bad that you're willing to kind of like squeeze yourself into these spaces that aren't really you know what I do what we match send a dm that's all bye that's what you do? They send me a DM. I open it and then I go, wow, I can't believe I clicked on yes on this guy. Dead. Barely remember seeing him. Must have had a sad night. How stoned was I? And then I go, unmatched. No. Frequently. No. Yeah. Okay, maybe online maybe dating I should delete it. I deleted Ryan. I wrote them an email when I deleted what did it. You, no. <laughs> yeah, I did. What did you say? <laughs> because it was like my way of like proclaiming to the universe, like I'm going to meet someone in real life. 
Like I'm just because I was on it and it was like making me so fucking sad. Every time I was on it, I felt like worse and worse. And everyone I know has fucked like 10 people off Raya. And then it's just a numbers game before you fuck someone. Your friend also fucked me off Raya. Me and you matched with the same fucking person and they were trying to like get us in a threesome. <laughs> we didn't even fucking know this person. Oh, yeah. We did. We like both matched with, with this An guy. Actor. Yeah. And then he's like messaging us like you should tell your friend Steph and you should tell your friend Sarah. Maybe we can be like a modern day threes company. I'm like, uh, yeah, what yeah. is this like bizarre like I don't even know if it's a catfish He's or like, I don't know what's happening. He was like, you guys can fight over me. Yeah, and I'm like, like, we decided. Bitch, you're a five foot five actor. Please slow your roll. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he was like, you guys are basically interchangeable is how it felt. Yeah. He's like, you, one of you could come, both of you could come. I don't really care. Yeah, but then I'm like, in the desert. But then I was like in the desert. I'm like, I should hit him up. <laughs> like, so thirsty. So. Um, but no, I wrote to them and I was like, um, this has been one of the most challenging and unpleasant experiences no, I've had no. in dating. Yeah. I was like, I wrote them a whole thing just about how people aren't like really trying to connect and it's like a forced awkward situation. And I said, thank you so much for accepting me, but I'm going to decline now and try my hand at dating in real life. And then what happened? And then Did they write you anything back? No, I quit. Dear Stephanie, we're so sorry that our service like, Maybe the problem is you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just quit. And then like, I think I like met Tyler like a few weeks later. Cause you don't even realize how much you're paying. You're paying, I don't know. They keep raising the price of it. You're paying like $20, $20 a month or something. Yeah. I've for been what? paying that for, like, for years. To like dig yourself into a deeper hole of sadness. <laughs> like what exactly are we doing here? The worst for me is when you go through the options and then they have to say, do you want to unlock more options for $7.99? And then you go through those $7.99 options. You've, you've unlocked? <laughs> no. And all of those options no. suck too. And then you're just like, I'm alone. And I could have bought a nice coffee. Exactly. Instead, I swipe no on another 12 people. Also, <laughs> have you had the experience of... This has happened to me on numerous occasions where I've matched with someone on Raya, never spoken to them, and then seen them in real life. Yes. And either said, we matched on Raya, and it's very awkward, or not spoken a word to them, but made very awkward eye contact. You know that they know that you know that you matched with them. Yes. What's happening? Like, if we're not really trying to connect, why are we even fucking, like, doing this dumb dance? We could just, like read articles about things that stimulate our brains or like well, that's not buy what clothes. people do anymore we just go on people just go on tiktok are you on tiktok uh i i signed up for it and then i got locked out of my account and then i <laughs> why you forgot your password no i don't know they thought that i was like corrupted or something they thought i was like doing Ch something. china doesn't trust you yeah i guess i'm like a threat to the chinese <laughs> way or something <laughs> i'm all like you know conspiracy theory so i'm not welcome in chinese blocked. apps yeah you're blocked <laughs> yeah oh my god dude. i know but i like when people send me tiktoks it's fun like i feel like the content is better than instagram i think i'm just like one of those people who it's kind of like i'm old you know where i'm not i know i'm not actually Same. old but like maybe a little but not actually but like I'm, I'm like oh instagram was just the thing that we did in my generation and now i'm just like i've invested so much time and i know how to use it even though i fucking hate it and it's I like your facebook. aunt on facebook yeah but it's like i hate it i hate instagram i'm constantly getting censored and shadow banned <laughs> like i know that if i say like one thing they don't like my story views will go down from like thousands to like a couple hundred over like a 24-hour period i'm like i don't even know what i said <laughs> who did i share that you don't like like Instagram is just bad, but it's just because it's, I know how to use it and I have the most like followers and interactions there and I've had it for so long that I don't change, but I want to change. It just feels like <laughs> it's work. Yeah. I feel every time I go on there, it's to promote something. It's yeah. like, yeah, here, buy this, buy this sweatshirt. But I also genuinely like outside of the part of it, that's like the tech people coming in and like controlling yeah. us. Sorry. I'm really on that today. Um, <laughs> Outside of all of that, it's actually like, I still like the innocent aspects of Instagram. 
Like I like, like the it. animal videos. Yeah, and I like it for connecting with friends and like sharing my life and all of those things. Like all the things that I originally liked it for, I still like it for. It's just now that I have now I have to battle through the fact that I'm like engaging in a toxic soup of like uh, yeah insanity. Like, and I also think I safeguard myself against a lot of the actual toxicity because I don't follow like a bunch of influencers. I don't follow anybody who is doing things that piss me off. Like years ago, I just unfollowed everyone that bothered me. Smart. And I'm like, this is my choice. Like, I don't need to see things that are going to bother me. I'm the one engaging in this. So let me right. follow people and things that, that feel enriching and interesting. Right. Um, but I know what's out there and I don't love it. <laughs> I know what's out there and I don't love it. No. I mean. I mean, I feel like influencers today are just, it's a really weird scene. Like, there was a moment, like a peak moment of influencing, like 2018, 2019, where it was kind of good. And now I feel like so many people, like my friend just showed me like that who the top influencers are. I just went to this event with her and I haven't been to like any event like that in so long. But she's like, this is who's out there. And she was showing me and I'm like, what are these people doing? <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing. And it's just like all just like bitten from other people. And it's just this like weird race to like middle ground shitty content. I saw someone online. Am I being mean? No, you're right. I saw someone online whose bio said aspiring Instagram influencer. Go back to school. It's like, <laughs> don't be an aspiring influencer. No. I don't understand. What Please. are you influencing? What do you have to say? What makes you well, qualify? I go to hotels and I take pictures by the pool and then people know about luxury, sweetie. No. That's the vibes. You're not interesting <laughs> enough to be an influencer. I'm sorry. It's true. I, it's just like, go do something meaningful. Go have purpose. Like this like desperate thirst for just like attention is just... I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I just don't think everyone is interesting and funny. Like, it's just like not true. Right. Not everyone's supposed to be on Instagram. Listen, not everyone is us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Instagram? We went to an influencer party for Halloween. That was horrible. It was rough. I mean, I thought like I loved our costumes. My costume was one of the greatest strokes of genius. <laughs> Stephanie went as botched. I went as botched and I like <laughs> taped my tits and covered myself in blood. Put like, I put like a broken nose thing. <laughs> blood was dripping out of my nose, all down my face. I got like a fake facelift. Blood was dripping like down. <laughs> there was just blood all over my body. Were, there was blood everywhere. There was blood coming out of the, my, the, crack of my butt like it was so i just like taking the you know the dark aspects of halloween and really like jabbing emphasizing it. it and people thought my costume was funny it was funny but that party was boring as shit <sighs> yeah when you go to an influencer there's party, nobody cool there this is what everyone's doing everyone's just like a looky-loo like what the fuck are you looking for like you're not gonna find it let's smoke weed and connect and have a good time no everyone's just like uncomfortably standing around like looking at everyone yeah. It's fucking weird. But yep. I guess that's also just like a lot like LA culture. LA culture. Yeah. I mean. That's why I'm a Malibu mom now. Yeah, I'm a Malibu mom. <laughs> oh. I had to get out of it. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like after 16 years of being in Los Angeles, like there's only so much like. Of you can do. That you can take before you're like, I've eroded my soul to the core. I need to move away from people. Yeah far or just be somewhere where like i mean this is why we love topanga because it's like the 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 focus is nature yeah which feels so nice it's the best it's so nice to wake up in a quiet place and i feel like when you are in a place like that and you're not trying so hard to be part of the machine that's when you can really find what you're supposed to be doing and i think that's why i actually have resistance to the influencer culture and just all of that because i'm just like it just to me screams of like disconnect and I'm like we could all be doing like good meaningful work but you don't know what that is if you're just like scrolling Instagram all the time trying to be part of this like fake cool kids club like yes, connect it's, with it's, your it's inner that. self it's that yeah. it's like people trying to be cool past the point it's like who cares about being cool or you know what's being cool cool is being authentic and being interesting and like Living, having interests yeah and Besides living like Instagram. a purposeful life not like looking some weird part it's crazy and i feel like a lot of you know i don't know i've 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 wanted to date guys who've wanted that to be in, a, influencers who, no who wanted <laughs> not to a date, man influence no 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 who wanted to date girls like that right and that that is something that's also like 
really hard to swallow and something that was like a big like learning for me of just like I could easily get sucked up into the into the the machine no into the 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 trap of like comparing myself to someone like that when if someone I like wants that and then like you peel back and you're like what does that say about you that like that's what you want you just want to be with someone who like looks good on an Instagram slide well, yeah, there's like the whole compare and despair yeah. part of Instagram that I think fucks with, especially women. And I think young, women, I think young, young women, yeah, young women the most, right? Yeah, like, but like, also Ozempic culture. I cannot. The Ozempic culture is crazy. It's, there's like TikTok videos of people giving themselves self shots. No, I have gone down that rabbit hole. It's crazy. It's really, really sick. It's it's not okay, and it's like. Yes, obesity is a problem. Yes, diabetes is a problem. But it's like you wanting... I mean, I was at a party. My brother was in town a couple months ago and I met him at like an influencer party because he was there with one of his clients and I was sitting with him and with his client, with the, the client's two cousins. These are all kids who are under the age of 26 years old who are not obese and all three of them were like, I'm on Ozempic. No. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I wonder how many people at this party are on Ozempic. So many and I people. started having one of those like death spirals where like I just saw it everywhere and I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's they're like, it's so great. I just like shoot myself once a week and then I like can eat whatever I want and like I'm just like this. And they're skinny and I'm like, wow. <laughs> like the value system that you hold is very upsetting. And I don't even really blame them, but I do want to save them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't, it's in 95%. I feel like so many actresses are on it. Yeah, it's like, just fucking get your ass to the gym, bitch. Like, I don't understand. Like, why is like being really skinny the goal? I thought we were past that. We were. But you know what? I have a theory. I think that, so body positivity culture has like swung the pendulum like so far in the direction of like celebrating obesity and like yeah. people who are like genuinely obese being like big is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sure there's, but there's a line where like, it's also, also unhealthy. unhealthy. Yeah. And so, but I think that the Ozempic thing is like sort of this like reaction and like pendulum swinging in the opposite direction because that's too extreme. And then so people are like taking it back and going to the extremes. And I feel like I see these like pendulum swinging extremes in culture all the time. But there's like girls who are on it that don't need to be on it. No, I know. But they all they want is to be like as skinny as possible with as little effort as possible. And they don't understand that they're like trapped in the pharma paradigm for the rest of their lives now. Because as soon as you go off of that, you you've gain. destroyed your metabolic like capacities. Like you're going to gain so much weight you're fucking up your gut. You're fucking up your microbiome. Like you're just like, there's so many things that you're doing in your body that are like going to take work to get back if you ever get off Ozempic. And it and also I makes you less happy. I also- Because it's destroying your microbiome and 90% of your serotonin lives in your gut. So the irony of you getting skinny not making you happier is like, it's like, yeah. that's why you're doing it, right? Because you think being skinny is going to make you happy. But what you're doing is you're actually killing the part of your gut- that creates happiness. And you're shooting yourself up. Yeah, with a drug that is meant for diabetic people who can't get it because you're crazy. Right. Like, and sorry. it's so expensive. It is. It's like $1,000. Yeah, it's expensive. Even, I think, with insurance. Look, and like, then I was reading an article that they're all, like, reporting, like, Ozempic burps or something. I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah, they're yeah. burping. They're shitting themselves. They're shitting themselves. I'm just like, dude. And like, they're really constipated, too. Like, I saw this I saw this girl on TikTok. She goes, this one's for my Ozempic girlies. If no. you're an Ozempic girly, you're no. going to want to get this coffee for when you have a constipation. No. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, this chick on TikTok that was, like, so if you're constipated, you can pick this up at Whole Foods. Just a coffee? It was like a, it was a special like cold brew. Like, this is what I mean. This, this will is handle, not influencing. This will handle the constipation. Dude, yeah, and we then, know. This like, isn't new information. <laughs> Everyone knows coffee makes you shit. She's get like, a new gig. Here's a little tip from my Ozempic girlies. <laughs> and she's like, no. Hi, Ozempic girlies. Like that. And I was like, what am I watching? Next. 
But it's also, okay, it, it brings out so much of my concern about the health of our culture on like 20 different levels. Like I don't even know where to start with like why it's upsetting. A, people do not fucking understand nutrition and exercise. Like- No. You, and they don't understand what taking a drug does. And then it, it speaks to like the- the ethical standpoint of the culture. And it also speaks to like the lack of education about how to just be healthy with ourselves. And it's like, we don't need this drug. We don't need this drug. Well, because like the things that people are eating for breakfast in Kansas make it so they need this drug in the, do you know what I mean? But they can't, they've been so trained in the behavior. But it's also- It's like, if you're eating biscuits, gravy, and steak every morning from the time you're a child, like, who's going to stop you I from actually, eating biscuits, gravy, I actually and steak? don't think it's biscuits, gravy, and steak that's creating the problem. I think it's- <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, no. I mean, that sounds delicious, by the way. No, I think it's actually people and how much sugar Processed. they consumed. And also processed foods. Yeah. I think it's processed foods and I think it's sugar. People do not realize how toxic sugar is for your body. And, and it's addicting. And it's addicting. And how much sugar is in almost everything that you consume. That's what makes you really, really unwell. More than more than anything else. And then, yeah, processed foods are obviously like the worst thing that you can processed consume. Processed foods. Yeah. And it's so funny now, like all these studies are coming out that are like... Processed foods make you less happy. It's like yeah, you're eating like chemicals. An experiment. You're eating yeah. an experiment. Yeah. I oh, just think something it's, that's from like a lab. Yeah. I just think it's sad that this information like is new information to like the general population. Yeah. Like it's like the, the message is eat unprocessed whole foods that aren't treated with chemicals and you'll be fine and limit your sugar intake. But also. And then you can eat as much fucking food as you want. But also. It's crazy because I was in I was in East Hollywood and I needed to pick up eggs and I went to this place and it wasn't like a full grocery store. It's called like Mother's Market and it was like kind of like ghetto. Okay, in a way, sounds cool. It, I thought it would be cool. Yeah, but it they didn't have anything organic. They didn't have anything like, and it was in a it was in like a rougher part of town. And I'm like, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. You can't just go into a store and find organic produce. Like I know, and, and people think I'm it's bullshit, for it. and it's not. And it and it's like it shouldn't be hard to get. It is hard. To and get. and if you live in a lower income area, it's even harder. Yeah, which is fucked. Yeah, but at least okay. Like even if you can't eat organic, it, which is which is not that great. At least you can like wash all your produce with water and you can do your best to like get the things off of them and like I'm telling you the number one thing everyone should be doing is little very limiting sugar intake that would change people's lives I mean pesticides and hormones obviously aren't good for you but it's the sugar that's really fucking people up that's what I believe I believe that too yeah just from like everything that I know about nutrition and it sucks of course like it's crazy that people in lower income situations in this country can't get food that's not dirty like but that's what's happening now they have this new pesticide there i don't even know if it's a pesticide it's a preservative that they're spraying on fruit so it quote never goes bad like <sighs> it's supposed to go bad My this apple is a living fantasies. thing your apple <laughs> fantasy might be covered in a glaze <laughs> that could potentially kill you <laughs> so before you eat that apple with your soulmate check the label it's make sure it's organic yeah or Maybe even rinse it off. Or a local. Like a lot of times if you go to farmer's markets, they don't label things as organic because it's like a certification that you have to go through. But you just have to ask them, is this treated with pesticides? Is this food sprayed with anything? And then they'll tell you. It's like, and that's the thing. There's different organic labels. Some of them are real and some of them are bullshit. It's like when you get a fake bag. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's confusing it's Gucci, not real except for this your apple, fake gucci isn't gonna give you cancer yeah yeah no it's really sad this is like something that i think about all the time that i don't really know what the solution is because the the powers that be that are creating this situation are so immense that i don't know how to even like activate to try to change it or try to like help other than educate people. But then like education stops where the education meets your wallet. Like at the end of the day, if you don't have money to buy organic food for a fucking family, even if you know better, what are you going to do? And the cost of food right now is crazy. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's insane. I know. 
It's really fucking sad. My Siete tortillas, they're like $10 now. A thing of eggs is $10. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. No, I know. And we still have to eat. Yeah, we have to eat. <laughs> you can't not eat. You're like, I have to eat. Yeah. And this is technically the cheapest way to go to the grocery store. But the groceries are so fucking expensive right now. I mean, I don't really understand the economics of inflation, but I can tell you... It ain't good. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like what's happening. <laughs> yeah. The gas is $9 a gallon. My tortillas are $10. I heard someone really smart talking about what inflation is, and I wish I could remember Same. it, but I don't, so sorry. You're not watching this to find out about inflation, <laughs> no. right? Is this not an economic this education is, podcast? This is not an educational po- podcast. But it's weird how, as I get we'll older- We'll talk about dicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know a lot about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck economics. So, you know, the cost-benefit analysis of dicks <laughs> is as follows. The bigger the better no um just kidding Do you believe that no i don't believe it i there's like i like a boyfriend dick yeah meaning like perfect size yeah it just has to fit you yeah yeah and they have to know how to do other stuff but if- there's also like have you okay one time i had sex with this guy i haven't even i love met. how we just like aggressively pivoted back to dicks let's go um <laughs> okay like he was really tall okay i'm sure mm-hmm. and our body parts like physically didn't like line up like if you were having sex with him your face was like in his like lower it just wasn't yeah it just wasn't right it was just like this is not like and i've hooked up with tall guys before but like our bodies like made sense together this was like it was like like we started fucking and i'm like oh like we're not meant to fuck and did you finish no did he no we like really? stopped. stop it was so weird that's how bad it was it was bad did you meet him off the internet yeah no oh did i meet him off the internet oh yeah i did See? but it was because we were in a stu- but not from an app <laughs> not from an app we were like in a student film together <laughs> yeah yeah it was this student film I'm oh my god i totally forgot about this that's it's hilarious this student film about parkour no yeah and he was like free jumping and it was like unpaid work and no. we were like that's where we met no and then like we became friends and then then we had sex and it wasn't right it was it was all fucking weird so the moral of the story is don't do a student film I- <laughs> Fuck a guy who does parkour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel, yeah, parkour. I feel like it's both. Parkour. Yeah, dude. An aspiring parkour person slash actor. Listen, I was like, yeah. When you're young, you don't guy. know your worth. And then that's he changed his name. No. He like went by one name. I'm not going to say it. Could we bleep it out if I say yeah, it? Yeah, we could bleep it out. Okay. He went by Chandler and then he changed his name to Greg. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, but when I met you, your name was Chandler. You cannot and change your, your name, name to Greg. Tra- to Greg. And he's like, well, Chandler's actually my middle name. And I'm like, well, then you should have led with Greg. What's, is his first name Greg? His first name is technically Greg. Technically. But for me, he's always, sorry, this can be another thing to bleep out, Chandler. I am done. By the way, I think we can keep it because I doubt Chandler Greg is listening to your podcast. I think he could be. I'm done. <laughs> he's out there with the headphones just jumping off a building. <laughs> You're his inspiration. You're like, I couldn't fuck that girl, but man, no. she gives good podcasts. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Chandler Greg. That is so Should I funny. leave it in? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where we I, I had, I ran into a guy who also changed his name and it made me laugh so fucking much. It did? Yeah, because his name was, his name was um, Josh. Okay. And he changed his name to Jackson. You can't do that. And I just was dying. I'm like, what, what? You can do whatever you want, but like, what? What is it that makes you so like discontent with your name? Like, I just find that so fascinating. It's like no longer serving me. It's representing right. a part of my life I no longer identify with. Right. I know, like people who've done ayahuasca I mean, I did and change their names. I did give myself a middle name of Falcon, so I guess I kind of get it. But yeah. like, it was a numerological thing I was forced to do. <laughs> but I'm not like going My around being like, tight. you have to call me Falcon. I never even expected anyone to call me that. Yeah, it's different if you all of a sudden, you're like, Sarah, when you introduce me, please, it's Falcon. <laughs> I'd be like, you're, this is not okay. <laughs> Wait, actually, I take back everything I said. <laughs> please introduce please me introduce as Falcon. Me, yeah. <laughs> 
And this is my friend Falcon. I mean, now that we're saying it out loud, I kind of get it. Sorry, Chandler Greg. <laughs> Greg Chandler. Chandler Greg. I think it's the name Greg that really sent me. Because Chandler... It's just so weird. Chandler Bing. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's awesome. It's so weird to change your name. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that we can just do that. There's also people I know who have done ayahuasca and then they completely change their name. Really? Yeah. To what? Like From like Lindsay to Leah. From like. Whoa. That's interesting. From like Vanessa to Lila. Like, and you're like, what's happening? They just get a download in the ayahuasca that tells them that. Your name is different now <laughs> that would be oh in your mind the ayahuasca voice is Rafiki <laughs> Simba your name is Lila <laughs> hello <laughs> who are you <laughs> I would not want to come back from an ayahuasca trip and be like I have a new name yeah it's it seems a little it's, whoa. whoa wait I like that for you you do yeah with that hair Ginger? I mean, it's kind of strippery, but I like it. Am I a spice or am I? Ginger shank. Yeah. No. Shanky ginger. No. I don't like it. No. He's like, no. That's so bad. We're like, where'd you pull that from? I just want to make it as gross as possible for the laugh. It seems like. Shanky f- ginger. Yeah. No, it's like a drink I don't want to drink. You want you want some more shanky ginger? No. No, whatever that tw- is. It's got a nice twist. Um, I'm scared. That's our episode. <laughs> it was a wild episode. This is my favorite podcast. It's, it's so great. Pod. It's um, so great. Where can people find you? You know, guys, you can find me on Instagram as usual, since I am a millennial who refuses to uh, shift into new territories. territories. I'm going to have a new podcast soon. Okay. I just well, don't. Right before that comes it out, yeah. you can come, come on here back. again yeah. and promote that new podcast because everyone's going to want to find you and follow you. But yeah. in the meantime, you can follow her at S. Simbari. And you guys subscribe to my Substack. I write an article every like six months. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a new one going right now that I really like that's like about reclaiming my self-worth. Okay, cool. But I'm just, I need to finish it. A lot of well, things we, happened this week that made me forget that I was working on an article. True. But I will finish that soon. And then we can link to your Substack in the, yeah, I'll in send the description. Cool. So we'll link to the Substack yeah. and then Steph's Instagram so yeah. you can follow her, find her. And uh, at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. I'm here every Wednesday on this bitch every Monday. Patreon.com slash Sarah Weinchank. I drop merch. Get a hoodie. Get a hoodie. I can't wait to get my get free one. <laughs> um, I'll link to, there's going to be a link to this as well. It's so cute. It's like cropped, huh? Yeah, it's a cropped. What about for the men that want a hoodie? Are they meant to wear a cropped t- No, they, there's full size ones oh, too. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of a men in a cropped hoodie. I just wanted to see where you're yeah, going with that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to attract Harry Styles. Yeah. Call me. Mm. Um, and that's our episode. Okay, bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. <laughs>